dogs my are favorite different. scene in every Airbud movie is this. And I, granted, I've only seen Airbud once in a theater. I was like eight. Is just the coach flipping through some manual as if every coach just has the manual of soccer. <laughs> and then like three quarters of a way through just stops and says, there's no rule that says a dog can't play ball. That is Airbud. guys uh i have tickets live for the outdoor show in boston to come see my stand-up go check out my instagram if you're not already following me or get on my mailing list all of this stuff is uh available on my website and whatnot and also a little audio note for you another quarantine episode so bear with us we mixed it for you it sounds pretty good but i just wanted to give you the heads up we're, we're yeah, scrapping it. No, we're scrapping it. Happen. No soundboard today. I'll just make them with my mouth. Yeah, make the sounds boom, with your boom, boom. <laughs> That's great. Uh, what an amazing, what an amazing guest we have today on We're Having Woo! Gay Sex. Yeah. Woo! Snap, 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 yeah. snap. We have no soundboard today, yeah, so I'm we not. are making the sounds Sorry, with our guys. mouths. We are having gay sex. We are in the apartment. Mm -hmm. We have Mateo Lane Hell yeah. on the podcast today. Truly someone that I did not think I could get. Really? Bye. Really I'm and a, truly. I'm an easy get. That sounds like I'm a slut, but I'm like. I'm <laughs> <laughs> but that's, we love that on the podcast. We do. Mateo Lane, uh, probably most well known for your Netflix, the comedy lineup. And Amazing for eating set. at the papaya stand on 6th Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> guy Code, which I know is not the most recent credit. Oh, yeah. I forgot that I did Girl Code and Guy Code. But that oh was a really God. fun. That show ended up just being me and Nicole Byer asking if we could sit with each other to do all of our segments together. And they let us. So it was just an excuse to hang out with each other. But also a great show and I think iconic for many people. Completely. Girl Code was like my sexual awakening. Yeah. Girl Code was. Great, great show. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Colbert, am I correct? Colbert? I did Colbert and I did Seth Meyers. Yes, Hell I yeah. did. You've done everything. Very attractive body on Instagram. When uh, you guys are listening to this episode, I'm going to recommend that you look up Mateo and then like put the picture up while you're listening yeah to yeah, yeah. swipe out of i don't know what you're doing yeah. while you're listening to this <laughs> swipe out of a scribble io whatever or, whatever uh, you're doing crush. get on at mateo lane um in addition to being a comedian just has a lot of uh, uh, goes to the gym i mean i don't know i don't know how you're doing it but you uh, look great my, my current gym right now is my kitchen so <laughs> i've just been working out in my kitchen my sister actually is the is she's the reason why I'm doing I have a great workout routine is because she is a IFBB pro which in the world of weightlifting and she's an international fitness bodybuilder she's a pro oh. her name is the Kate Stir if you're looking for her on, on Instagram and um I, is she also gay <laughs> no she's not but she has okay. very like lesbian looks well she short hair on the side like big mohawk like mm -hmm. you know ripped and so people would you know of course they're like oh like what are you a lesbian but um five years ago when i was much thinner and i said hey like i don't know what i'm doing at the gym i feel really insecure so she wrote me a workout plan wrote me a diet and I kind of stuck to it because I just like the idea of this repetition. And when I go to the gym, I just focus on that. And just, you know, you look better, you feel better. And then now, of course, I'm just naked on Instagram, but whatever. <laughs> That's one of the perks after you do all this is that you get to be naked on Instagram. I also, I don't, 
I, I don't talk about this a lot, but I lost about 50 pounds uh, wow. when I was a little, a few years ago. And I will say like the, I, the repetition and the consistency is very healing like it to the because I would you know mindlessly sort of eat and that became like the repetition and I was able to replace it with like just a better diet mm -hmm. and I'm not like a hardcore workout person I just this is not usually what we talk about <laughs> listener no matter what your body looks no, like I... we love your body well one time I did an interview for this British magazine and they were asking about my body and I realized that they were putting everything in print because I'm I was trying to be really funny. So when they were interviewing me, they were like, why do you work out? And I said, I'm trying to get fucked. And <laughs> I, I, know, I thought that was really funny, but then they printed it and right. they, they made the whole article make it seem like I was, <laughs> which I am, you know, vapid in a lot of ways. I am a narcissist for all comics, you know what I mean? But like, they made yeah. it seem like I was like, like, I don't care about health and I just want to be accepted. And I, just, and I was like, oh, I was like, I really thought I was like funny and, and I wrote to the editor too. I was like, well, this was bullshit. And they like refused to apologize. And I was like, oh, okay, your damage is done. Well, obviously you're still here. You're not canceled. That's the other thing. So I didn't quite introduce Gara. Gara, mm -hmm. Gara is my youth in the sound booth. Right. Uh, they are my youngest queerest friend. They keep me from getting canceled. Yes. But I think that's the scary thing that when you're trying to be sarcastic and funny and then it's taken out of context, whether it be print or just in a snippet on the internet. Cancel culture to me has just decided it's a general statement of not accepting nuance and, and right especially as there's a difference between obviously comedians politicians the list goes on if you're a comedian the the guise of a comedian is i'm saying something perhaps stretch your mind a little bit that there's another perspective like i'm coming from like an obscure point of view i think well, there's an irony Irony, in it. sarcasm, but that's all kind of thrown out the window. I remember I made a joke once I did this show on Comedy Central and they give us like weekly topics. So you basically get two days to write a joke. So they yeah. had a topic was Mike Pence was in the news for something, right? So I was the only gay, of course, on the lineup. So I thought, all right, <laughs> I'm horrified of Mike Pence and Mike Pence has done a lot against LGBT and queer people. And one of the things that I remember people saying when Trump got elected was about like what gay prison will be like. Right. So I thought Mike Pence would love to send us to gay prison. And if I went to gay prison, what, how do I make this a joke? Right. So I went to the ultimate extreme because I'm trying to make a point. So right. I wrote a joke. If they try to send us to gay prison, that gay men would just reenact every single musical scene from the movie Chicago. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, um, right. Cicero. Right. Yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is when I used to be on Twitter. I got off Twitter. I posted on Twitter. Ooh, Twitter. Yeah, and no, of all of them, Twitter is the, is the hyperbole no of hyperbole. Yeah. It's impossible. It's, yes. It's impossible. It's a lava pit so yeah. I, I, I put um i put that joke up and it started doing really well and i was like oh this is exciting like people like you get to like do material and then people get to you know it's just as exciting and it, um a queer blogger caught wind of it and made a whole article saying mateo lane is dangerous and wants Oops. to send gay men to prison oh and my god getting berated by thousands of tweets of people sending oh articles gays dying in prison and you know what's happening in uganda and what's happening and i was like okay i was like you okay you <laughs> thought that i wrote a joke <laughs> right also yeah. if anyone ever saw you you literally sing opera on your way on stage sometimes when i see you at the cellar like you are the epitome of 
sorry, this is cheesy, Bang. but gay and proud. And yeah. you still murder in front of all of these conservative like people. Writing, right? Like, let's say that's the case. You took what you're Amelia Bedelia. You watched this joke and you took it very literally. Then by that standard, I also would think these this if they took everything I said seriously, that I think Lindsay Lohan should be president. <laughs> that, I mean, like, the list goes on. Like yeah. I'm right. Also, trying also to be Amelia funny, Bedelia. But... Amelia Bedelia is a lesbian icon. Amelia Bedelia. Is she really? Oh yeah, she was single through all the books. <laughs> yeah, she really is a lesbian icon. You could you could tell. <laughs> you could the problem tell. is in re in reality, there's so much nuance and there's so much. Yes. Right. <laughs> Gloria Steinem always says the only way to have a real conversation is when all of your senses are present. Yeah. So yeah. my best friend is Bob Drag Queen and Bob gets a ton of people coming after him. And I say, how do you handle that? Because I don't know how to handle it. And Bob says, usually when someone's saying something negative to me, it's more about them. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right, especially because cancel culture has collapsed from meaning how to call out someone like Bill Cosby, right. who's a serial rapist. For a second, yeah. I thought you were gonna say Phil Collins. I'm like, what did Phil Collins do? <laughs> Phil Collins. Phil Collins, you Fuck are canceled. You, I'll never forgive him for that Tarzan album. That's what it was, Tarzan. You know who said it best, I think, speaking of lesbian icons, is my queen of all, all queens, is Fran Lebowitz. She said, well, I got a chance to meet her, by the way. Um, Fran Lebowitz said, I don't understand the concept of the left, the left side taking the position of being offended by everything. She said, let me explain something to you. The only place I am not offended is my apartment because I chose everything in that apartment. But I know <laughs> that the second I leave my house that I will be offended by things. And because people are so into their phones, yes, yes. we have now lost the concept that not everything is curated to be within the world that I picked for myself. Sure. I, it's sort of a weird form of selfishness and like as someone like as a comedian, I uh, so I was Carnival Cruise Line's uh, first openly gay performer on the cruise line. And yeah. And for everyone listening, uh, you take a drink. That's a part of um, <laughs> we're having gay sex uh, bingo. And uh, if you got Shut bingo, call up. us. <laughs> I think I've talked about it Every maybe episode, twice. That's, so, that's such bullshit. That. That's not true. You are not listening to the episodes. But there were people who who were offended and got up as soon as I said I was gay. Whether I said it sure. at the beginning of the set or I tried to trick them and I waited to the middle you of the set, it didn't matter. Them. They got gay up. Gay people try to trick you. That's they true. They try to <laughs> trick how, you. It is disgusting. That's how we. That's how yeah. we turn people. Right. You're you, in the you middle of a conversation. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. talking about I don't know right. throw pillows and then all of a sudden oh by the way right. I'm gonna eat your pussy. Right. Yeah. But uh. It the, works. So, it, and it yeah. does. No, they get up, they walk out. That's okay for you to do. It is totally, if you're offended yeah. by a comedian, you right. have every right to turn off this podcast. Definitely. You have every right to get up and walk away yeah. to realize that there's a difference of opinion. But you don't have to go and try and ruin someone's career for disagreeing with right. them. You need to be able right. to play with words to fit things and see how that works and kind of go for the gut sometimes. But, you know, I don't like every joke, but I just 
I don't listen to it the same way I don't listen to Eminem. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You, you I love the... how you've brought up Amelia Bedelia, Gloria Steinem, Fran Lebowitz, and Eminem. And those are four lesbian icons, people. That is the father, son, it's and so Holy true. Ghost. There, there were four of them. Oh, father, son, son and Holy, Holy Ghost. Ghost and and, he, and uh, Fran Lebowitz. Fran Lebowitz. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, she's in a category of uh, alone. Well, we are not talking about gay sex, no. but I'm going to jump I'm in. So yeah, let's, let's do it. Sex. I don't know. Yeah, let's. Do it. No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so no, sorry. No, you're Mateo, I told you there is no format. I think I might talk about Horse Girl finally because I've mentioned oh, Horse Girl like six times the on the on the podcast and then I never right. get to her. So no, you haven't. this is not from this week, but I did a year of hoeing um, after 12 years of serial monogamy. Yeah. So, you were working on a farm in Ohio. Got it. I'm fine. Yes, yes, it. yes, yes. I was tending to, to the, the wheat. <laughs> That's hot. What do they grow? Corn. No, wheat, I would say. Wheat and corn. Yeah, so that's what I was doing. I did 12 years of serial monogamy, and I thought the only way to shake this off is I got to go start a farm, which I think yeah. is what a lot of lesbians do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I started a commune. <laughs> that's like John and, not John and Kate, let's say, what is it? The the Duggars. That's the Duggars. The Duggars. I did lesbian the Duggars. Duggars. Lesbian oh, the Duggars. Duggars. No. I, I did a year of hoeing and at the beginning of my hoeing and I think a lot of listeners will relate to this you know when you're newly single and you're like I'm never gonna meet someone ever again so I decided yeah. at the beginning of my hoeing that I would keep my standards very low and if I thought there was even a microscopic chance that I would enjoy time spending time with this person I would give them a coffee why coffee can I ask you always say coffee and that's just like n would never be my move coffee is the easiest activity it's usually during the day and it's very easy to get out of yeah it's public it's stimulating it's it's less pressure than a drink it's because mm -hmm. if you get a drink, then there's pressure. Well, we're going to fuck after this. Sure. And if you get yeah. a coffee, it's like, I got to go shopping. I got to get <laughs> right. Whatever it right, is right. that you have to do can happen during coffee. And it's you again, it's usually during the day. Right. You can say that yeah, you have some work thing to do. So I decide I match with this girl. I realize when I, I'm like, she's cute. I'm going through her profile. There's like horses in it. There's like horse photos like on like tinder or whatever you were on yeah i was on bumble, bumble. or hinge maybe sure um I'm, all horses like were you like the fifth picture in it and like oh i think i just imagine like a horse having a real tough time with his there was right, sure. <laughs> sure you're like i don't understand who who am i dating here who is this? it's the whole and honestly when i met her i thought oh you're my like, god nay, nay. you are black beauty in the profile it's like we'll get carrots um please bring sugar cubes <laughs> um a clip clop clip clop was the um quote in her uh right. like oh first god, that's so beautiful in her bio um uh <laughs> Uh, but uh, <laughs> oh no, so, no, but I, we, we met, and I think there was a photo of her, like one of those classic horse girl photos of like jumping over yes. a jump, wearing like the little helmet and wearing like the, the tiny little pants. Like, like, I'm not gonna lie, like I'm like very into equestrian. That's like rich horse riding, so there's like two types of horse riding. Yes. It's like, I think yes. that's mm -hmm. British or something, it's it's rich wasps, and then the other one's just like, yeehaw. But the thing, and at first, I was like a little bit. Like, I don't know, horse girl. Like, I'm not sure. And no, and listener, if you are a horse girl, are all girls as kind of horse girls between the ages of like two and six? I will say, I will say, no. I feel like you have, you have horse girl and non horse girl. 
a horse girl. <laughs> no, horse girl and non-horse girl. And that's the only two girls you can be. I'm straight up. I'm serious. When they, talk, either, about, when they talk about the binary of women. That's the, like it. Like the virgin and the, and horse, the whore. There's horse girl <laughs> and non-horse girl. <laughs> and oh like like horse girls are like, they go all out. You can never dip they're your toe all, in a horse They're always in jodpers. Yeah, I, I recently, they, you know what I mean? They're walking around in their jodpers like what outside. What are you talking about? Exactly. No talking about <laughs> there's like ribbons in the room no Dude, it can, yeah, you can yeah. you can horseback ride as a hobby that is okay i think that's totally fine but if you hang your ribbons in your room as an adult if you walk around outside in your jodhpurs on a regular basis if there's a photo of you riding a horse in your profile you are a horse girl sure yeah, yeah. okay yeah so this girl's a horse girl but it says in her profile that she's a vet and I was like, that's a hard job. That requires oh, like a, a lot. like a veterinarian. Yes. Got it. Yes. That requires a lot of education. Intelligence super turns me on. I'm not into the horse girl thing, but like maybe I can adapt. The right. braids are cute. Braids are cute. Yeah, braids are cute. So ho- you do have slight horse girl energy. You what have like- the fuck is your problem? <laughs> Girls who ride horses always have a braid. It's part of it. And I imagine sexually... There's probably some kinky shit going. Like, I feel like that could be really fun. She reached my bare minimum qualifications. That sounds rude. She was cute. She was smart. She was a lot. That's me sometimes. She was like, oh, you made a profile? Very, Let's get married. I was very sad. Like, yeah. that's where we were at. Yeah. So, also, to be fair, if you have a hinge profile or a bumble profile and all of your pictures have one thing that you do, yeah. Diversify, Diversify your portfolio. Like, come on. Like, let's pick a little bit. Maybe the horse. Like, because there's no problem with liking horses at this time in life. But, like, yeah. maybe let's have a horse. Let's have, like, cooking. Let's have, like, going out with friends. Like, right. let's not have it all be the horse. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. She knows about horse girls. Like, yes, they horse are the girls. butt of every joke. Like, she's probably like, you know what? I'm going to go all in, baby. Like, <laughs> you know, she's horse probably girl, only nothing. talking to other horse people. And then yes. the horse people. Then, so she thinks everyone's got a horse. It's normalized. She lives in a bubble. She comes in New York, she's like, look at these metal horses everywhere. I mean, she like has no idea <laughs> that it's not 1832. <laughs> well, she was so, she she talked how she, about she's a horse doctor. She does surgery oh, on horses. Wow. So she, so when I heard that, you're rolling your eyes, but I was like, that's. like horse surgery. Like the horse is laying there, the family's waiting in the, like the doctor's <laughs> oh, room. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like, I just. There's there's three horses in the waiting room, a mama horse. <laughs> it's just like horses are so unnecessary at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I love oh horses, my- but like, w- th- just let them go. Go back to the wild. Oh we don't my need God. them anymore. Like, I, we, I'm, we, I'm we with you. Horses. I love how in this episode you've talked about cancel culture and how you just fucking hate horses. It's not like, that I why hate the hell horses. Do we hate like, horses? No, okay. I'm with you. Mateo Lane hates horses. I That's going to be a is. headline tomorrow. We need horses, right? We need horses to travel long distances. Right. This is what we use them for. We now have, not only do we have cars, we are currently landing another rover on Mars. Horses are so out of the picture in terms of a necessary (laughs) thing in the human world. Let them go back to the wild. Even the horses are like, you don't need us. (laughs) We're not needed anymore. Like, let us go. I agree with you. I think it's a very strange hobby, but I was willing to learn. So I matched with her. Also, horses are cops now, which is like... Yeah, Fuck horses, now horses. There are horse jobs. cops. Cancel horse cops. Cancel horse cops. Horses, there's like, <laughs> fuck it. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. 
It is so ridiculous. Horses. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to, this sorry, is only the going, beginning of the, the story. No, sorry, sorry. So it's okay. Keep going, keep going. I but, might write a bit I, about how much I hate horses. <laughs> I'm putting that down right now. I'm writing in my notes, I hate horses. And then I'll remember everything I said. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I was like, I thought it was very cool that she was a horse doctor and did horse surgery. I thought it must mean she was really smart. Sure. G- gave her the benefit of the doubt because at yeah. this point, I'm very sad. Standards are low. I thought I'll meet her. This is when it got. This is when it took a turn because some listeners have been wondering like, oh, what are some bad dates that you've been on and how have you handled that? This was a well, bad. The barn. Well, kind of. So what? she tells me we're going to meet for coffee. She tells me. That it has to be at a certain time because it turns out that the the barn the the barn medical facility that she <laughs> what this where like, is this? hospital Jersey? barn yeah are you is, in New York I'm You're... in New York she tells me she has to take an hour train to get from the horse hospital now so she recognizes that if she gets on a train she's <laughs> <laughs> so she recognizes that if her horse will not get her to Manhattan in an hour. Her- Correct, correct. It's already, the wheels are turning. (laughs) The horses are hoofing. I know that we've got cell phones, but I insist on using smoke signals. Um, That's how we primarily communicate. No, but she got, so I'm like, okay, so this is, we have a window that we have to adhere to here. And then she gets there. I can't find her. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to call her and Uh see what corner she's on because we're trying to meet at the coffee shop. I, I call her. She picks up the phone. She is a a mumbler, like big time. Oh. I had to ask her like 35 times to repeat herself to to make out what she was saying. So I was like, horse girl plus mumbler. And yeah. like, there's just like so many red flags, but I'm like already in it. Then when we're at coffee, this was the, this is when I was like, cause those things you can dismiss, like people have, you know, th- these are normal, normal, like I think flaws, uh, maybe sure, not. I don't sure. know. Obsessed Mumbling. with horses, a mumbler. Like those are Lives normal. in Long Island. I'm sorry. Lives in Long Island. That's, that's that is a red the flag. first red flag. Why but are you dating someone who lives an hour away? Over, we're sitting over coffee and I'm talking about being a comedian and just some of the, how, you know, some of the things that I have to deal with as a comedian, because it's very important for me that anyone that I date understands that, like, if I have a show, we're canceling the date because that's my job. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I would never right. ask. So those And types, she's like, and if there's a horse in trouble, I must go. Gara, Fuck that. no, I'm not even <laughs> kidding. That's what she was like. No. She was like, I can really relate to that because as a horse doctor and, and then would tell me something about yeah. being a horse doctor. And I would be like, these are not the same these are not the same things, and I think it's very weird that you keep insisting that it's it's okay that they're not right. the same. I think I don't know what kind of validation she needed, but it was like very strange. She needs a lot. I mean, the, her job is completely pointless in the sense that like <laughs> we just allowed horses to go back to the wild and didn't abuse them running in circles learning that's the thing we do we do abuse them a horse kicked him when he was a child horses being sports makes no sense right i i understand if you were riding on the back of somebody else and you two worked as a team together but the horse (laughs) is confused obviously would not to be there it is a very strange it's insane bringing animals into a sport is like a really i like i don't and honestly bring dolphins into basketball why not (laughs) 
Go ahead. Put water there, and then if the ball goes on the side and the dolphin can get a third point, go ahead. Add eagles to baseball, Adam. Add oh my God! Literally every like red-blooded like conservative in America would be like, eagles oh, yeah. would be great in baseball. I don't know what you're talking about. America flying. America. So dumb. I mean, yeah, we could do that's like a Disney movie. Like, remember Bedknobs and Broomsticks when they were playing soccer and it was like a cheetah, a hippopotamus, and like <laughs> I was gonna, I thought you were going for Air Bud. Air Bud is another, oh, yeah, Air sure. Bud but dogs, is dogs my favorite different. scene of every Air Bud movie is this. And I, granted, I've only seen Air Bud once in a theater, I was like eight, is just the coach flipping through some manual as if every coach just has the manual of soccer. <laughs> Flipping through, and then at one point, and it's thousands of, I mean, it might as well be the Torah. It's thousands <laughs> of pages. And then, like, three quarters of a way through just stops and says, there's no rule that says a dog can't play ball. That is error. That's when I pulled out my dating manual. I yeah. started flipping through, and sure. I was like, there's no rule that a horse girl can't mumble. Yeah. I guess I got to fuck her. Right. I will say, though, like, how many gay horse girls do you know? So many gay horse girls. Are you so kidding many? me? So many. Come on. So many. I can name them. I can give you full names. Do it. We'll Kate, bleep them. Caitlin. <laughs> there you go. One. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Jane. Sure. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. That's but, it. Two. Two. You but got there two. are horse girls who write in, have written in to me before. Then why are we talking? <laughs> I, whatever. We have like 50 horse girl fans. They're like, please never do us wrong. Girls who have listened please to me. Please don't have Mateo laying on. He hates horses. <laughs> that's what happened. By the way, please. I am on the horse's side. I think people ride. No, I think. Right, I you think want them set free. Horses. Got it. No, yeah. you are super pro yeah. horse. You're pro. You're pro horse. I'm just pro horses. Just. Go, they did, they've done enough. You see what they I'm saying? Like enough. they worked hard enough. We finally yeah. met, you know, when the car was invented, horses were like, guys, this is it. <laughs> yeah. We can finally go on vacation. We yeah. finally relax. And they're like, no, no, we're going to keep <laughs> you around for glue and for riding on it. It's like, excuse? <laughs> Come again? We, we also don't need the them stuff for glue. The wall to bind That's... paper together that you have to melt me to do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. you. We're gonna make you glue. It's like this is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're on this date. I'm really not feeling it, and I was just like, "Let's close this out." I was like, "You know what? I gotta go. I'm gonna walk to the train." And she was like, "Oh well, because I live so far away, there's not another train for me for four hours or whatever the fuck she said." And I was like, "Are you trying to guilt me into staying on this? Why do you want to be on this date? Neither one of us is having a good time. Like you're stretching to make a connection with me via your your like horse ankle surgeries. Sure. Like I'm not having sure. a when you're on a bad date. Like you don't if you're in the position of horse girl, which I don't think our many of our listeners are, but if you are and someone's I know not no gay men have been in a situation where another gay man's <laughs> like, I surgically take care of horses. Like that <laughs> never happened. Literally in the history. Maybe I surgically enhance forty eight year old women who yes. hate husbands, but not with And horses. they ride horses now and then as a hobby. But uh yeah, I think if you're in a position where someone's not into you who gives a shit? You know what I mean? On yeah. a first date, who cares? You can but, leave, you can just get up and go and be like, they could think I'm crazy. It doesn't matter. B bye. Yeah. I, I really don't think it's ever worth trying to 
so early in a relationship win someone over. It should feel natural. This was years ago, but I went on a date with somebody and they were too familiar right away. Also ADD, which really bothers me. Like they asked me a question and before I could even answer it, they would point at a building and be like, should I live there? I was like, (laughs) but at one point we were walking and this is in Chicago. We were walking and he grabs my arm and he goes, oh, you. And I was like, no, you don't. You don't know me from Moses. No. Like, you don't know who I am. Like, also, oh, you. I think if you've even been dating someone for like five years, those words should never come. Oh, you. That would. <laughs> that. If Jen, who, my girlfriend, who is literally sitting four feet away from me what? right now. If oh, you, my God. If you ever grabbed my arm and went, oh, you, like in a, in a sincere way, I would end the relationship immediately. Um, it's horrifying. <laughs> oh, you. And I was like, what? You, you, we don't know each other. Yeah, you who? Um, (laughs) you who? You uh, who? <laughs> that would be <laughs> such a. Also, you just sounded like the caterpillar from Alice right. in Wonderland. Sure. You, uh, you. I want to see you play the caterpillar in a in a remake, a live remake of that. But anyway, no, we're no, going no, down. Okay. To- Are we done with Alice in Wonderland? It's enough already. All right, we've made enough <laughs> of those fucking movies. All right, we've we had the animated done. movie, we had the TV we version, the Tim Burton version, right. we had the sequel, the Alice in the Mirror. It's enough. The story's not interesting. It's not good. It's not fun. It's stupid. It's enough already. The second someone says to me, I love Alice in Wonderland, I slam the door on their face. (laughs) Yeah, there's just like a Girl Scout coming to your door. I was literally going to say a pizza delivery guy. Knock, knock. I just like love Alice in Wonderland. (laughs) Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want those fucking cookies. I just Um, have at my door, do you like Alice in Wonderland? So when the Grubhub (laughs) guy comes, I just like my little eyes are the thing. What's the answer? <laughs> He's like, oh, I guess it's fine. Get the fuck out! I'm no. never shopping at this place again. I'm never, I'm never shopping at Grubhub again. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. The Alice in Wonderland, the like, you know, like, the, the, just, we get it. You believe in ghosts. I can't, all right? I just, I don't have time for this. I'm wondering if I should even complete the story or if we should just I'm sorry, pitch. I'm sorry. No, 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 Mateo. No, no. Honestly, I'm not even saying that about you. I'm saying, oh, should man. I pitch you topics and we find out whether or not Mateo yeah, yeah, that's true. done this conversation that have infuriated me? So continue, please. I'm, I'm really quite um, this. He's done with the podcast. He's like, if they talk about Alice in Wonderland or horses one more fucking or, or time. Or Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, anyone, oh, you hate Nightmare Before Christmas? No, I like that movie but then it's taken this persona where people are like i am nightmare before christmas right 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 right. it's like a hot topic yeah it's a hot topic t-shirt type of vibe with nightmare before like if someone has nightmare before christmas socks that's a red flag that's just like halloween in general halloween Halloween. has been co-opted by this like group of punks that are like i wish i was born on october 31st and it's like no you don't i think you're describing kids who were born on that day hate so something like 15 because we're pretty we we have a large tiktok audience so something like 15 percent of our listeners are under 17 and i feel like right now they are triggered by this conversation and i don't give a shit <laughs> i'm so over people being triggered and they don't even pay their own goddamn bills it's like go away Whoa. wow that is i will say i i have space I in my heart for you to go through your avril lavigne phase i um, love avril lavigne yeah she's great <laughs> well we found a topic sense. that mateo I'm, I know that I know based off <laughs> I know based off everything I've just said 
I love Avril. Yeah, this this feels off brand for you, but I'm curious to know why. Because I feel like Avril Lavigne is a really great songwriter and a really great singer, but a lot of annoying people have like glued themselves onto her. So mm. it's like, but most, if you still like Avril Lavigne, I love you. Avril Lavigne has All a right. great song called Tomorrow, which never made it anywhere, but I listened to it and immediately envision my, I'm just like those moments, like on a plane, like, you know, just kind of yeah. at the clouds. Like she's good yeah. for that. Like if you ever just want to feel like you're in a movie, just like out of a- Throw on a little Avril Lavigne. Life's like this. Well, <laughs> well. anyway, just to close this out so we can get to you and to Gara, but basically what happened was I sent her after I waited with her for her train because mm-hmm. I am oh. a gentleman. What, what the hell, yep. Ashley? I waited because I wanted I to be polite. I would not do that. I that wanted is to be very polite. polite, but I waited I for the train. The next day or the day after, I sent her my standard, this is not going to work text. I said, hey, I think you're obviously very intelligent. You. It was a fun to get coffee with you. For me, romantically speaking, I don't think there's a spark. Mm-hmm. I wish you the best of luck. And then you do she, that? I'm I I never <laughs> ghost. I really try to. I don't there's engage. Not, not ghosting, but there's also just like you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> sure. But I just I don't know. I like to close the door when the door is closed, and then they they you know like it's yeah. done. They don't have any questions. They don't it's feel weird about it. Actional though, I'm very like impressed. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. It's 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 basically a copy and paste, and in the parts where I say something about them, it's it's copy and paste except for I say one genuine thing that I liked about them. I used to be a camp counselor, and I had to write these reports about kids. It's essentially that. I also um, used to be oh a God. camp counselor. Well, for art, I was an art camp counselor. I taught theater. There you wow. go. This honestly does not surprise me about either of you right now. Moving on, uh, I texted her, and then she wrote back, "Okay." Period. Mm. O K A Y. Period. And after that, I decided not to respond to it because what the fuck is that? I was going to say, to be fair, if I ever got a text that said, like, dear horse professional, whatever you copy and paste it in. That's exactly how I started it. I always start with dear horse professional, no matter what they do. (laughs) (laughs) If, If someone said to me, you're great, you're smart, but there's no sexual chemistry there. I would be shocked. I would be literally really? shocked. Yeah, you think I, I should not do this? Because I, I think the respectful thing to do is to just pretend none of it happened. <laughs> I think also, though, you have to respect her response to your response. Of course. Because you want her to, to, to be respect fair, your response. I just didn't know if she wanted anything more from that. That's the only thing that I was confused sure. about. Um, well, that is that's my... That's my story. Wow, from... I'm happy we finally got to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be another one of those episodes, Kara. <sighs> it's going to be we... long. Um, but, uh... At least she didn't grab your arm and say, oh, you. Oh, you. <laughs> yeah. And I said, oh, horse girl. Um, I'm just going to very quickly say, if you're uh, a fan of the podcast, please uh, follow us on Instagram and leave us a review mm-hmm. and subscribe. It is very helpful. Also, follow Mateo because he is very talented. Yeah. And uh, it really does help us do our job better and gives us opportunities. And this podcast is made entirely possible by our Patreon. If you sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash WHGS, you get a lot of perks. You get some exclusive stand-up. You get my one-hour stand-up special. You get bonus episodes. You get uncut videos. It's also just great because I can pay myself and Gara, which is always nice. Um, Mateo, did you have gay sex this week? The gayest 
sex that I had this week was waiting for these pillows from Target to come in. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, you can't see the pillows, but they are very colorful, geometric. They're pretty. From, they look more expensive. Very, I just got my first, um, that's like a real apartment from living in, my first apartment in New York City was in a six floor walk up with a bathtub in the kitchen. Mm. And I literally lived like a Polish immigrant from 1940. Like I was just like cleaning my ass and dishes in the same tub. <laughs> but, um, so now I have, I have one bedroom. And <gasps> I'm congratulations. So- oh Thank my you. God. Thanks, COVID. That's sarcasm in case any asshole can't detect that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I finally can decorate. Like I've, I've never owned a couch before. Like I'm sitting on a couch and my sister's helping me decorate my whole apartment. So. I'm like getting, also, I don't have any work anymore. So I'm just excited about like pillows coming in. Taking the time to make the space feel like it's yours. Yeah. And I love it. I love waking up and I cook a lot. Like I'm a very, I love to cook. I'm a very, I'm super Italian. So I just love having space to be able to actually cook and enjoy the cooking and not feel like I'm cooking over a candle it's just like a lot nicer (laughs) yeah um may i ask did you have a question i felt the energy from you Mm, wow it's amazing that you could feel that energy Mm, no no i don't have one i don't have one okay great great. i guess i didn't feel anything then uh you felt something but it wasn't (laughs) what did i feel uh i swallowed oh okay cool cool, cool. Cool, cool. you um i did want one of your favorite jokes that you wrote um I think I don't remember the setup. I really only remember the punchline by heart. But you talk about going like comparing being in the closet when you were young. The joke is, again, the joke is about how far we've come. So I say, yes, I, I, I get so, I'm happy that kids are, are able to come out and be who they are. But, you know, sometimes I get bitter because it wasn't easy for us. Like, I'll see, like, a seven-year-old yeah. with purple hair talking to the human rights campaign being like, my struggle when I was coming out. I'm like, you piece of <laughs> shit. I was like, go home, turn off the lights, listen to Madonna, and cry like the rest of us, you son of a bitch. You know, it's, yeah. it's irony for me trying to say how far we've come and how great it is. Yes, that's kind of what I why I wanted to to bring it up because I felt like it was one of those examples where someone could misinterpret it. But I get a lot of questions from young listeners who are like, how do I come out? I, but I never, I, I always just say, cause I feel like a lot of young kids, if they're coming out, they have a lot of fear about acceptance and yes. yeah. a lot of evidence as to why their family or friends or whatever environment they're in, perhaps it wouldn't be very safe for them. But I would say for those who are in a, a more physical safe environment coming out it's not about acceptance it's not about having people accept you for who you are it's about you accepting yourself and saying who you are there's always going to be people no matter who they are that will not accept you for what you are it's not about them it's about you coming to terms with who you are and being proud of who you are and if you're able to say those words in a very safe place that you know don't you can't expect that you you have to have no expectations besides i'm doing this for myself and and people will come around family will come around if they don't come around that there's people in my life who have not come around that's fine i have very good friends who are my family bob the drag queen monet exchange my friend patty my friend nick alfredo you know it's like our chosen family but 
that yeah you know it's it is but it really does come down to not everyone is in a physical safe place to say yeah i'm queer i'm gay i'm trans whatever so i can't speak on that i'm just saying for those who are are either financially or physically in a place that they're able to say those words without repercussion. But what you're what you're saying is also if you are in an unsafe place, it's okay to wait to come out till you are in a safe place. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm glad you addressed that. It is more about you. Your family will come around and it is we are I think to have gratitude that we live in a time now where we can even think about how we're going to come out is right. like such an amazing thing. And the yeah. fact that you can be out on the internet to a couple friends, like yeah. what an amazing, what an amazing key. thing. I mean, I explained to, I, I do a lot of college shows and usually queer college shows. And yeah. you know, you're talking to 17 year olds who they just, the same way that I didn't understand the generation before me was truly dealing with death all around them. Yes. No government help, no acceptance. Yeah religion hating them the fact that i was even able to say i was gay was is in and of itself was a huge mark in the queer community i mean this is in 2000 i don't know four but um so now i'm talking about a whole generation new there's 17 and i have to explain to them hey when you know the kids who are watching drag race and commenting yeah. on how this is wrong, that's wrong, this is wrong, they're wrong, blah, blah, blah. I said, I did not know what a drag queen was till I went to a gay bar. I yes. had to get yeah. a fake ID and I had to physically go and have a secret friend take me into the gay bar to see a drag queen. There was yeah. no drag queens on TV. There was yeah. no Facebook. There was no YouTube. There was no, none of it existed. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, there was AOL chats, sure. <laughs> But it's like, if you wanted queer culture, you had to go find it. Yeah, And I right. was lucky enough to live in Chicago that I had the opportunity to, to be, there was Boys Town. I could, I could at least try, but you know, now kids, they, everything's at their fingertips. If they are, are queer and they want to tell someone, they have someone on Instagram, they have someone on TikTok, they have someone on Twitter, they have someone on Instagram, they have someone on Facebook, they can talk to all these people. They Reddit, can Reddit, like totally yeah. anonymously. Yeah. Um, thank, thank you for mentioning all that. And if you're like, it's still hard. Yeah, it's still hard. But I guess what I'm getting at is it's gonna, this is just a message of it's get, it gets better. I was waiting yeah. for it gets better. <laughs> I, what the fuck is your problem? I'm so excited that we got to the it gets better. What? Are you being rude? No, no, I'm not being rude. I'm being totally, I'm not even being sarcastic. I, this whole time I was like, it gets better. Yeah. It gets better. And so, you know what? It gets better. If Mateo survived, if we survived, you will survive. And I'm just, this was nice because this is the most common write-in that we get. So I'm happy that we had an organic way to talk about it. Also yeah. watch, watch Mateo's Netflix set. It's so funny. And it, it talks about this a little bit. Um, yeah. Thank you, Mateo. Yeah. Can we go to Gara? Can we go yeah. to your gay oh, sex yeah, this week? For did, sure. you, did you have gay sex? Um, I did have gay sex. Uh, oh, we did not do our We intros. didn't introduce at all. But I think at this point, we introduced Mateo. Yeah. Per, I think that was fine. All right, cool. The pronouns are still the same. My pronouns yeah. are they, them. And I didn't even have to say them. We're all, we're all white. We're all white. And you're pansexual. I'm a cis lesbian. You're yeah. non-binary. <laughs> Mateo, you're a cis man, I'm assuming. 
gay Irish Italian Mexican who uh, is waiting for pillows. Great. Yeah. Awesome. He, him. Mm-hmm. Continue. Garrett, okay, gay perfect. sex. Yes, I had gay sex. And I realized this past time when uh, I was having gay sex, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm having gay sex. But I was uh, having sex with my boyfriend. And I one of the ways that I get turned on is I have him talk about uh, having sex he used to have with other people, like the sex he used to have. <laughs> I'm being serious. Okay, that was no, 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 that no. was mega rude. What no, no, you no, just no, no. did. No, 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 no. I'm super ways, triggered. I said, nodded in uh, interest. No, no, no. no. I only laughed because the story that I have related to this is so embarrassing it, to me. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's exact opposite. I this one girl. I don't even know if I can mention this. Was she a hedgehog girl? <laughs> She was. She was a hedgehog girl. Love. Hedgehog girls are no joke. I knew a lot they, of them growing they up. They fuck, no, man. They, they, they fuck. They, they fuck so They tuck into hard. a little ball. They tuck into a little ball, <laughs> and they roll across the floor, and you got to you gotta find yeah. the moment to get in there <laughs> while they're... Sorry, I'm. that's very graphic, but anyway. Wait, can I, wait, can I tell the story, or do you want to... Tell the story. Tell the story. Okay, tell your cool, story. cool, cool. So I realized that I... I am a jealous person. Like I can be a jealous person. I'm not. I'm not a very jealous person. Like I've dated people in my past who are extremely jealous people, and mm. I've like never been able to like understand like that kind of jealousy. Mm-hmm. I am aware that it's like a thing that people. Ha- I love how I'm like. I guess my biggest problem is is I'm just like not jealous. I guess you're, you're on the <laughs> don't on get the jealous. Middle. <laughs> In the spectrum of very jealous to not at all jealous, you're in the middle. You're, you're, yeah. you're sort well, of yeah. jealous. I think, I think in any relationship, you're just going to have jealousy. Uh, I, I mean, even as someone who's in an open relationship, there's still jealousy that, like, exists there. But I, like, really get off on, like, uh, my boyfriend telling me sex he used to have. And he's – he <laughs> – he hates, he hates it. it. He's he like does. very reluctantly telling <laughs> no, you these is. stories. I'm like, I'm like, I literally had to bring it up to him. I was like, so like this old girlfriend, like, was she like good? And he's like, what are you? He's like, is this a trap? It's like, it does. It does sound like a trap. Turns you on. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It's not like I'm like I'm like writing You're it down. Just, I'm like okay. leading him down this path. It's like yeah. Alice in Wonderland. Gara <laughs> yeah. um, in Fuckland. <laughs> So did she have prettier hair than me? <laughs> so yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, how were her tits? Uh, but but I mean, except that'd be like a cool, a cool yeah. question. I love. Uh oh, I'm sorry, Jen. I love hearing about Jen talk about her crush, her middle school crush on Enrique Iglesias. What? Enrique that is not Iglesias. Yeah, did she, she like to, Enrique she... or did she like the mole? Because I like Enrique better with the mole than without the mole. He got rid of the mole. What do you think, Jen? Mole or not mole, Enrique? Either way. Whoa, so she used way. to. So her master, her like um, coming of age masturbation story. I'm um, sorry, so sorry, honey. Is uh, jerking off to the Enrique like I'm Iglesias right now. Uh, this is so weird that you guys are in the Enrique same room. Iglesias. Like, uh, what is happening? Music video. Yeah. And I was like, I like thinking about you masturbating to Enrique Iglesias okay hell yeah video. I like when my ex-boyfriend uh, masturbated to Susan Boyle but that was my own thing <laughs> that was um if listeners don't know who Susan Boyle just oh, Google yeah, it yeah, just... Know who Susan Boyle is do your homework <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man. Um, well, all of the horse girls laugh, so I don't know if we'll have anyone who knows who Susan Boyle is. That was one more horse girl dig, and I'm sorry, guys, it was unnecessary. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I I liked it so much to the point where I will have sex with Jacob as completely different people. Like I don't Role like having his previous. That's flings. that's that's pushing it. I don't think I'm really like thinking like I'm doing like a character study on like his ex girlfriend Nicole, and I'm like calling her up. I'm like, okay, so like, what sound did you make? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? No, I think I just like. I like thinking about me as a completely different person. Okay. Uh, that's probably some gender things there. Right. But like, yeah. Does it mix the, do you yeah, mix the I gender? Will, I will fuck in different genders. That's another take good. But drink. I mean, from his, from his like past. Like if if he hooked up with some dude, do you, okay, ro- do you role play as that? Do you role play as Bob? I, gonna, <laughs> I, I have not role played as Bob, um, but it went, he used to be because well, you know he dated this. an old man who worked in a hardware store. Honestly, that's, who I that's Bob. That is who I am sexually. <laughs> um, but like he was gonna hate me for saying this, but he used to be a lead singer in a hardcore band, and uh-huh. he like told me that they used to like like fuck girls in their van nice and i was like that is the horniest thing i've ever heard so we had sex as if i was fucking on the floor of his hardcore band's van i have a question and I was, yeah. go right I ahead many no. questions, but i have you a, ask all of them yeah the question is i don't know i think as a comedian i can't like i want i love the idea of role play but I, I'm so jokes, jokes, jokes that I yep. can't bring mm. myself. To, like, I really want, I have a joke now because my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, I don't know who we are, but he is from Spain. <laughs> like, no matter what I wanted him to be, he had to be the Spanish version of that thing. So, like, one time I was like, you should be a cop. And then at midnight, he's like, you are under arrest. I'm like, just forget about it. But you know, I, I don't know how to, like, get into... How do you get yourself into role play to like be the, I just, I need, I need the help to get there. Sure. Sure. Well, I'm an actor. Um, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think uh, also I like, I played pretend till I was like 14 okay. years old. So I feel like I was one of those kids that just like, I, I had to be like pride from like my pretend games. Like I think my parents were like, I also believed in Santa Claus till I was like 14 years old. So, oh, damn. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I, I really want to talk to your parents. <laughs> it wasn't their fault, but it was mine. So I think I'm just someone who can like buy into something very quickly. Where did you grow um, up? In Iowa. Where in Iowa? Famously known like, for role playing yeah, in Iowa. Yeah. They do a lot of role play. It's a really big role playing town. It's like northeastern Iowa. Des Moines? No, not Des Moines. Like a liter- like a really small town, like eight thousand people. Did you have cousins or brothers and sisters or anything? That is it. I I have five I have five siblings, yes. Five siblings. Okay, because usually yeah. like bigger fam so I grew up on the same block as my first twenty six cousins. So Oh my god. I found out Santa wasn't real like at age five. Oh, oh I okay. thought I thought yeah, this was more I, of a role I was playing like, inquiry, and I was like, this? "Oh, I'm so, like statistically, this, this kids with siblings are better at role playing." No, <laughs> are you a middle I child? Was stuck on the Santa Claus thing. I was like, "Yes, okay, okay." Like? And I will say that we were really religious. So, like, being religious, you're told like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," a ton of shit, and huh. so 
kids would tell me all the time it's not real i caught my parents and i believed in jesus so right 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 there is that something i was like jesus that, is yeah. santa santa is jesus jesus does everything he's all around us and kids were like this kid is fucking nuts what denomination um, of christianity was your family catholic catholic Catholic. Oh, we were Catholic to well, Irish, Italian, Mexican. Yeah, I was like, there's no other option. It was just Catholic on every right. side. Right, right, right. right. And um, Catholics that's... do well. Catholics and evangelical, like they're all some kind of delusion, but like Catholics really take it to a whole new level. To be like, we don't believe in paganism, but then there's like, but this is the saint of prayer, and this is the sure. saint of yeah. wishes. Like what? Sure. I yeah. think also Catholics will like use like things in Catholicism, not to like punish their kids, but like, yes, like clean your room or you're going to hell. And it's like, yes, right. fuck, I should guilt. clean my room. Yeah. Like my parents were like, like liberals, but like, yeah, just all about the guilt. The guilt thing was like huge part of that. So yeah, I guess basically we, the end of the story is I do role play because I'm, uh, believe in God. And that's, uh, (laughs) you answered my question perfectly because I don't believe in God. I can't do role play. I think that's exactly it. Yeah. I think, I think role playing is like, I think I'm a very gullible person. This is why I'm worried to say this. I don't want people to think that like the way you role play is be fucking gullible, but like, I'm just the type of person that I can like, I'm like, oh, okay, this is reality. I'm good with it. No, no, I do. I know. I think that there is something. No, I think you're right. Not gullible, but just sort of, I love how you're sweating right now. Also, (laughs) he hates it that people know that he was like the lead singer of like a hardcore, like a hardcore band. What does that mean? A hardcore band? Like, yeah, like he yelled. Yeah. Like literally like he'll do it sometimes. And he's just like, whoa, like hardcore. Yeah. Why is he embarrassed about that? Because their band name and this can't make it and you have to believe this. I'm oh my so God, excited. I'm so Say it. It's he wouldn't tell me for the longest time. I wow. like begged him. He this like, is gonna be good. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's pretty bad. It was um hard <laughs> <laughs> going. It can't go in. <laughs> well, Mateo, thank you so much. This yeah. was a really fun different episode i feel like every episode we get so lucky to change vibes yeah. and this one we really did and it was so much fun um, I had a blast. Um, thanks for having me on. i'm sure i'll get a lot of hate about horses but I stand we're prepared by. for it we're prepared yeah. for it we're prepared for the horse hate also you explained yourself you were actually very pro horse yeah I'm... you're you're pro horse yeah, it's well, pretty clear sure yeah you had so much fun i had a blast thanks for having me And as always, these episodes are made possible by our patrons, and we're going to do some shout-outs right now. We have a lot of cool bonus content this month coming up for you. Uh, We have on Twitter, E-A-R-P-24 underscore 7. We have on Instagram, India underscore Rose Official. On Twitter, we have Courtney D-115. That's D-E-E. On Twitter, we have Miss Dowd Sai, as in science. On Twitter, we have... 23-A-R-E-N-Z. On Instagram, we have Maddie.Galvin. On Instagram, we have Claire Housley. On Instagram, we have Kaylee underscore P-K-A-Y-L-E. On TikTok, we have Butt Issue. TikTok names are the best. On Instagram, we have I-C-C's. I-S-E-E-S-E-A-S. On Instagram, we have Sadie Deb. S-A-D-D-Y-D-E-B. On Instagram, we have Try the Writer, T R I I, the Writer. On Instagram, we have Ihenzito, I H E N Z E T O. 
And on Instagram, we have Morgan is right. And that's right with a W like the Wright brothers. Okay, guys, thank you so much.